You're listening to the Expert Insights Podcast, the home of leading cybersecurity conversations. Hello and welcome to the Expert Insights Podcast. I'm Joel Witz, Content Director here at Expert Insights. On today's episode, I'm joined by Antoine Jabara, one of the co-founders and the general manager of the MSP business at JumpCloud, a leading identity and device management provider. In this conversation, we discuss the identity challenges and roadblocks facing the SME market today, how small businesses can build a robust identity strategy for the future, and why it's so important to consider the end user experience as a top priority when doing so. Here's Antoine. Anton, thank you very much for joining us on the podcast today. It's great to be speaking with you. Can I ask you to kick things off by telling us about your background in the identity space and what led you to co-founding JumpCloud? Yeah, my name is Antoine Jabara. I'm one of the co-founders of JumpCloud and the GM of our MSP business. Uh, JumpCloud is an open directory platform that unifies identity, access, and device management capabilities. So what JumpCloud basically does is it enables employees to securely and seamlessly access any type of device, application, or network resource to get work done. And it allows IT admins to efficiently and scalably manage these identities, the access of the identities and the devices, regardless of the underlying operating system, regardless of the authentication protocol being used. It's a seamless manner for way for IT admins to provide their end users with what they need to focus on their mission rather than focus on focusing on how to make IT work. I got into the space over 10 years ago when I co-founded a company called Mikey. Mikey was a password management and MFA uh, solution designed specifically for small and medium-sized businesses and managed uh, service providers. A couple of years ago, uh, Mikey uh, got acquired uh, by JumpCloud, and I joined JumpCloud as one of its co-founders, and we blended the two products into what JumpCloud is today, which is this identity access and device management platform that offers tons of functionality that includes single sign-on, MFA, password management, cross-OS device management, et cetera, in like one unified, uh, like uh, that, that includes all of these capabilities in one platform that allows the IT admins to be very efficient, to be very uh, cost efficient and efficient in the day-to-day management, but also increases uh, employee satisfaction and productivity. We certainly see JumpCloud as one of the market leaders in the identity space. And you know, having secured more than 200,000 organizations globally, what are the major challenges that you're seeing in the market today when it comes to identity and device management? particularly for the smaller enterprises? I think that we need to take a step back to see how we got to this point. And that would give a little bit of context about some of the challenges that we're seeing today. So over the last 15, 20 years, the world has moved to the cloud, right? So we moved from a setup where devices were the center of your stack, where you have a network, you had a network, devices on that network, and you gave users access to different types of resources through these devices. When we moved to the cloud, We went through uh, a phase where the device moved from being the center of the stack to the digital identity of users becoming the center of the stack. And if you think about it today, you give users access to different types of services via their emails, their usernames, not through their device name or device ID anymore. And that posed a lot of challenges for the existing infrastructure because legacy directories are very device-centric 
and operate primarily within a closed in environment that's on-prem. And these cloud identities need to be consumed in the cloud. So that these directories were not designed for that purpose. And what companies, SMBs have had to do is rely on a cloud of point solutions to try to connect their users to these different types of services, like single sign-on, multi-factor authentication, password management to help manage passwords, et cetera. And that's increased the level of complexity within the stack. It has created a lot of issues when it comes to um, offering a seamless end user experience. And it's also degraded security because IT ad, both IT admins and end users now need to think about different types of systems that they use diff in different ways to get their work uh, done. There's been some positive news in the identity space in recent months about increased adoption of device and identity management solutions. But I think some reports are still suggesting that less than half of smaller enterprises in particular have those key identity strategies such as privileged access management in place. What are you seeing as some of the roadblocks to adopting solutions like JumpCloud who can help organizations to kind of solve some of those challenges you've outlined there? So I think that a lot of uh, the roadblocks that we see today are tied to how we got here. A lot of SMBs already have something in place and they're relying on this infrastructure that's in place to get work done. So there's sometimes a fear of having to um, upgrade uh, core components or complement core components or sometimes fully rip and replace core components to be able to adapt to the way the world has evolved today. I think that's a big part of it. The second part is that IT spend has been going up and it's a significant concern for SMBs um, today. So the fear of having to spend additional uh, money to acquire tools that you need uh, to be able to set your business for success is real. And the lack of in-house IT resources, like the, 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 the lack of in-house IT resources in, required to not only be able to manage what's in place, but also look forward is also a concern. So I think that a lot of it has to do with uh, fears of things that don't end up to materialize when you start getting into the meat of the problem to try to improve your situation. Absolutely. And so... Yeah, I think that begs the wider question of why it's actually important for organizations, particularly SMEs, to have identity and device management solutions in place. So, I mean, there's so many benefits, right? Because identity access device management are the center of your, the core of your IT stack that you can connect all other things to. So the lack of this core makes it that you're really dealing with a cloud of point solutions that are interconnected and that increases your cost, degrades security, degrades user experience. So if you think about it this way, security is one of the top concerns because an effective identity access and device management setup allows companies to protect themselves against the growing risks that are threatening their business. This is not an option anymore, right? As data breaches are now extremely common and the cost of a data breach is extremely high and poses an existential threat for an SMB. In addition to that, having a comprehensive identity access and device management setup is now a requirement to make your business comply with different compliance bodies and is a requirement of cyber insurance companies. These are things that you need to comply with and you need to have to be able to protect your business and allow it to do business with other uh, companies. And finally, having a good system in place can remove a significant amount of friction from your employees day to day and can enable your team to focus on your company's mission rather than focusing on trying to figure out how to access different uh, IT system. I think that final point is, yeah, super interesting. And it's something that often gets missed, isn't it? People have this idea about identity services, that it's all about adding friction, you know, MFA, having to re-enter your password a million times. But 
with the evolution of the identity space, it is actually removing friction from the user experience and with new technologies like FIDO and so on, just making it much more seamless to actually be able to securely access your different accounts and services. Would you kind of agree with that assessment? Yeah, 100%. And that's, I think, also a misconception. Like In the past, when you added the sophistication to the sophistication of your system, you added to the complexity of it. Uh, for the end user. And like we, we've seen it, we've all seen it in enterprise setups where a lot of inter large enterprises still suffer from this. Like there's multiple roadblocks to try to get access to different things that you need to do your job. It doesn't need to be that way anymore. The, the, the concept of a unified identity access and device management stack is now mature. Like as we've discussed, JumpCloud is at the forefront of that. And we see it every day. We see the efficiencies that get created, the cost efficiencies, the productivity efficiencies, the security benefits, all of that is now real. And you can have tons of functionality that can allow you to get broad coverage over what you need today and set you up for future growth without anyone suffering basically with that in mind how can organizations you know particularly smes start to build a strategy to adopt and deploy identity and device management technologies should they be looking to msps or security partners and what are the key features to look for so i would say that identity access and device management is at the core of your stack right but it's part of your strategy like what are you trying to achieve? How much can you spend? What is the desired end user experience? What type of external companies do you work with? What are the constraints that you're working within? All of these are important questions and need to come into a unified strategy. So there's two ways of doing this. If you have the in-house IT resources that have the bandwidth to get into all of these details and have the know-how to be able to have mature and opinions on uh, what needs to happen across every component of the stack, then this is where I'd start. If you're lacking some of these capabilities, I would definitely work with an MSP or a managed service providers. If you don't, if you don't already know, an MSP is an outsourced IT company, right? So they can act as your full-blown in-house IT team, or they can augment your in-house IT capabilities with their specialized know-how and the learnings that they have from implementing these types of platforms and managing them for dozens, sometimes hundreds of other organizations. So I would start there. Are you going to do your, it yourself, fully yourself, or are you going to leverage an MSP to do that? Once you have an answer to this question, I would strongly urge you to think about your existing stack and try to think about the ideal case. Everyone has something in place. There's very rarely companies that have nothing in place for identity access and device management. So you have things that are in place and there's a direction that you wanna to go towards, which can be assessed based on all of the different factors that we discussed a few seconds ago. Regardless of what you wanna do and what you have in place, I would strongly urge you to go for a unified approach to reduce the number of vendors you have to procure, deploy and manage the solutions of, to reduce the workload on your IT team and to improve the, the end user uh, satisfaction, uh, your end users uh, satisfaction and their ability to be productive during the day. So once you agree on the direction you wanna uh, create your strategy through in-house versus MSP, and once you agree that your strategy is gonna be based on a consolidation of vendors for the core components that you can attach then to different types of systems that you have in place, then I would say you've done a lot of the work required to get you to where you wanna be. The rest is getting into the details on your own or with an MSP and figuring out how the rollout, like what capabilities you need, 
what the rollout looked like and what type of end user training and awareness and training you need to do to make sure that everyone's on board. On that point of capabilities, how does the JumpCloud platform set itself apart in the identity space? So JumpCloud is an open directory platform. So that means that we're a cloud native directory where your users, your devices, and the access rules of your users and devices sit. What JumpCloud allows you to do is allow your employees to access any type of device, any type of cloud or on-prem application, and any type of network resource in a seamless in a frictionless and secure manner. So it's one pane of glass for the end user that they use to access everything that they need. On the other end, on the back end, JumpCloud allows IT admins to deploy all of these capabilities, manage them and scale them from one unified interface. So you, like, you don't need to go to five different admin consoles across five different products anymore to get your work done. You can do all of it from within JumpCloud. And JumpCloud connects deeply with other solutions that you, you use within your stack to complement them or fully replace them when you're deciding to consolidating. I would say that the, 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 the biggest benefit from JumpCloud, aside from the unification of identity access and device management, is that we're an open directory platform. And that keyword is important because there are other directory platforms out there that lock you into the vendor's ecosystem. I'll give you a very concrete example. You have players such as Microsoft, for example, that want to vertically integrate you. Their, their pricing and packaging, their capability space is really focused on making you use every single service that Microsoft's offering. And that might be fine for a lot of companies that want to rely 100% of Microsoft and don't intend to enable their users to go outside of that stack. But we're seeing a growing number of companies, I will say the majority of companies today, that want the freedom of choice, the freedom of being able to choose any type of service that aligns best with their goals. And that's what an open directory platform does. JumpCloud will sit in the center of your stack and it will connect to all of the different solutions that you're using to make to run your business and will support them from an identity access and device management standpoint. I also want to ask about JumpCloud's uh, partnerships in the MSP space. And I know you've had a recent partnership with uh, Electric AI announced, so it'd be great to go into the details of that and, and how that will benefit SMEs and MSPs. Yeah, so Electric is one of the large and very sophisticated MSP vendors out there. They've created a uh, a platform that allows small and medium-sized businesses to manage their IT, the A to, A to Z of their IT, with very a very simple admin user experience and a breadth of knowledge on their end that can support you in doing so. So it's an MSP that's very sophisticated, that has a very focused view on the end user experience. Electric, as uh, like as it is the case for a lot of MSPs out there, relied used to rely on several point solutions to be able to, to offer these different capabilities that they offer uh, today from an identity access and device management perspective. Earlier uh, this year, the Electric decided to consolidate their vendor stack on JumpCloud in the backend. So now JumpCloud is going to power, is powering the next generation of Electric platforms. So what that allows Electric to do is gain access to next-gen identity access device management capabilities that allow them to have to offer an end-user friendly and very powerful set of services to their end clients. Fantastic. So Anton, my final question for you is, how do you see the identity and device management challenges 
evolving over the coming years? And what would your final advice be to companies looking to shore up their identity management strategies? So I think that IT is going to continue to become more and more complex. There's going to be more and more components. There's going to be different types of, of, of constraints. There's going to be new types of opportunities. So the complexity is going to continue to increase. And in, in parallel, security threats are going to continue to grow. And their effect on your business is going to continue to grow as well. And so it's not something that you can uh, that, that, that you can uh, avoid addressing uh, anymore. And I think I personally think that the cost of software is gen- in general is going to continue to go up as well as we rely more and more uh, on it uh, to run our business. So my advice to any uh, business trying to figure out how they're going to navigate the years to come is to ask themselves, are we currently equipped to understand that complexity from an IT and security perspective and are on, on a, in a position to keep up with how that market is continuing to evolve. If the answer is no or we're not sure, then my best piece of advice is surround yourselves with people that know, have that know-how. These would be managed service providers or managed security service providers that are special. The, the second uh, flavor is MSP specialized in a security offering. So I would say that this is the number one thing that you need to do. And the second point is to make sure that your you're keeping your end users in mind, your employees in mind when taking any decision, current decision or a decision that's going to shape your future of your uh, IT infrastructure. Because what you're really optimizing for is employee productivity and satisfaction. And if you lose track of that, then you, you, you pose the risk of affecting the productivity and the outcome and the future success uh, of your business. Thank you very much for all of your insights today. Really appreciate uh, your time in the conversation. Thank you. My pleasure. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Expert Insights podcast. For more, please subscribe or visit expertinsights.com to find interviews with experts and trusted reviews of top cloud solutions.